When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ron Allen, and you are listening to Talkin' Schmidt. Check, check, bud. Check, check, one, two, one, mm. two, one, two. Mm, bud. Oh, we're talking about the BMC. Am I in the tilt mode army? Just give it the old cars try right here. Oh, big dog's in. Schmitty! What do you think, Schmitty? He could just pull shit off. Talkin' Schmidt. He's so fucking busy. Shit my pants, lad. Yeah, roll the decks. It's fucking deep. Are you ready? Good luck, Schmidt. Hello, everybody. We are back. Talking Schmidt, another episode for you. When I started this podcast, actually, I started this podcast out so that I could interview our next guest. And here we are, East Bay, with Mr. SJ, my crab tree. Hello there. How are you, bud? Doing great. How are you, sir? (laughs) Great. It's been a month. Yeah, it's been maybe more than a month. It's been 18, 19 months. We're like a baby. Yeah? Because we go by months, even though it's been a couple years. We're 22 months. What's going on? Just sitting here with you in good old uh, West Oakland. Yeah. Having some coffee. The coffee's strong. Trying to find this song of Dirty and the Donuts <laughs> that uh, is previously unreleased. What happened with your arm? You got cast. Uh, I broke my arm skateboarding at uh, Berkeley Skate Park. Oh. Yeah, good times. There's a small child nose sliding... 30 feet at about one mile an hour, somehow making it. Didn't dawn on me that it's pretty waxed. So I'm going to do 5 0. And I'm going to lean back. <laughs> I'm going to surf it. And I'm not going to do it straight. I'm going to be leaning like it's a pool because that's the only way I really know how to do them. And there I go, whoop, just slid right out. I don't even know if my truck hit or my wheels hit or what, but I did a backflip, put my back arm down and hurt my wrist. Skated a little more and like, ow, oh, that hurt. And then uh, that night, it told me it was broken, and I was oh. in anguish. So it took a minute to hit. But I did some similar at Pinole. Have you been to that one? Not yet. That little mini ramp spine. When I hear Pinole, <clears throat> all I hear think of is the old Woody. Oh yeah, the old Woody. Yep. I'm... There's a small, <clears throat> excuse me, cement spine. Wait, Spire. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, well, I went with Rob Spire Welsh, and oh, uh, I was trying to do. I was fucking around. Schmidt flip. And I zoomed out, did the Schmidt flip right to the wrist. Oof. And it didn't break, but it hurt like, ugh. Yeah. Rob uh, yelled at me. He was like, don't do that. Sometimes no breaks hurt more than breaks. Yeah. So they say. Well, let's get a little history. Let's go back way, way back. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Where were you born and raised? Um, San Jose, California, Silicon Valley. Southside, South San Jose, Good Samaritan. That's where you were born? Yep. And raised. Born and raised, San Jose, yes. Um, you were born in your house Luckily. or in the hospital? 
hospital, Good Samaritan, not at the house. My mom was somewhat of a hippie, but not that bad. When did you get into skate- skateboarding? Oh, man. Do you remember I your first to remember skateboard? That. The first skateboard I had was, um, it wasn't mine. Someone had moved and all their stuff was in our garage. And it was Steve Caballero, red with the dragon on the bottom and the oval grip tape with the cutout, the logo. Behind my house was a place called Pine Tree Ramp. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that. In San Jose, it's how San Jose. It was like John Fabricer days. And oh. I think he went to Santa Teresa High School. And there's this huge ramp in the back of my house growing up. So I'd go over there and try to skate it, get about two feet up. But I just wanted the flat bottom, you know, away from the house. Yeah. And it was intimidating. I remember going and holes in it everywhere. And there's lighters like nailed to the... <laughs> Nailed to the side of the ramp, and I was just like, whoa. Sort of a clubhouse in the bottom. I mean, I was 10, 11, really young. It got demolished, and then I would just tic-tac in my garage in the rain. The first board I actually had was a, the red plastic banana board. Oh. I lied. Everyone always says this in the interviews. Oh, actually, I had the... It's yeah. true, though. But it was a sturdy red urethane wheels. You know, I'm not that old. But that was the first one, going down the driveway and turning and making it. No ollie and wrenches or anything yet. But I think m- more people are curious to know, like, that real board, you know? Like, what was your yeah. first brand? Like, you so know, then oh, the Caballero so was wasn't... Caballero. Yeah, that wasn't mine, actually. That was oh. one I found in the garage. Um, I think the guy got mad at me, too. He's like, you're skating my board. Oh. Like, it's been here for months. You ain't <laughs> a skater. And I didn't know that, but uh, <laughs> poser. I'm Ted No, but um, it was a Spidey. Really? It was a Spidey. Yep. Was his real name Rick, Rick Demon Demonstrator? I'm, I'm the worst, yeah. Something but like those that. graphics are just poof, right. I could see him right now, with the yeah. spider, and did it have like safety pins holding something together? And sick, yeah, that one. And then soon after, I had the Lester explosion. Yep, Kasai, I had one of those. The blob, yeah. the lava lamp. Yeah, uh-huh. I had that one too. Growing up in San Jose, was there just tons of Caballero boards everywhere? It's weird because. I know there wasn't that many graphics, but I just remember everybody had to have a different board in my neighborhood. They uh-huh. didn't want to have, except for the Soy Hammerhead, when I, everyone wanted the Hammerhead. Right. But uh, there wasn't tons, hmm. but there was tons of Powell boards. Sword and Skull, oh, one guy yeah. had the, you know, those were all taken. Somebody, that know, was my first Somebody board. got the, Bobby got the McGill, so. Yeah. Oh, darn. <laughs> I remember I got my Guerrero with the Flaming Skull. Oh. I was stoked. Then I, I'm like, now I could Ollie. Yeah, higher and kickflip and did you ever ski winchester or was that gone no i never did can't do the math i don't even know what year it was around but did you ever did go to cabs ramp never did no that was before your i time think my off. brother did i think he was friends with them and john fabriker and stuff i was just skating street around you know and bali sohota taught me kickflips <laughs> who's that bali sohota oh yeah madrid freestyle yeah circle a uh, I think you're over Circle A. Bali Sahota, Gerby Sahota, Kama, the brothers, they ripped. Yeah. Uh-huh. He taught me a lot. Bali Sahota, ask the Roche about Bali Sahota. Okay. <laughs> He'll, tell. He'll tell you about Bali Sahota. Yeah. Who are the guys you were looking up to when you kind of started getting into skiing and knowing like who's who, reading the mags and that kind of stuff? First picture I ever saw or had, I remember, was Tony Hawk doing a fake Ollie on a vert ramp in Hawaii. So I built a little quarter pipe and tried to do some stuff. But um, gosh, Ray Barbie, Matt Hensley, all the H Street people. Yeah. There's just so many to, to remember. I just remember going to the Santa Clara skate camp when I was very young and seeing Mike Trinowski. And I literally, we'd seen the H Street videos right before 
we roll up and in the skate park and in the street course. Get off the street course! Bing, bing, bing. What? Are you serious? He's talking to us. Like, we made it. There's Trinowski yelling at us just like he did on the video. And, but Matt Hensley was there just destroying everything on his way to the store. Wait, so were you in the video getting yelled at? No. We had seen that video. Oh. That's why we were so amped okay. for him to yell at us to get off the street course. Because we were like the Truman Show. Yeah. You know, we were there. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Zerosha was like, I don't know if he, it was him or not, but he, he, he might ask him if he was the guy that got yelled at and shackled me not. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Yep, exactly. We could pretend. What was your first sponsor? Oh, Ghost Skate? Oh, really? Ghost Skate. Dale Smith? Oh, God, yes. 25 years? Now. I worked for him. 20% restocking fee. Yeah. Yeah. He ever Dale. made his uh, son, Mark? He did Tangerine no. Turtle. <laughs> oh, t- is that why he wore all the Tangerine Turtle? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Oh, Holy shit. That team was, Le- I mean, it was Team Lenny. Tim we Brosh. used to hate that guy. Like, if you had to work Tuesdays, you had to work with Mark and everyone. Oh, I'm not working dude. Yeah, that must have been right before I started and things yeah. probably got Well, because I was team. in San Mateo. Ah, oh, the yeah, San Yeah, because he had like four stores or mm-hmm. five stores, whatever. Yeah. But it was Team Lenny. When you got on the team, he gave you his official uh, Ollie patch, and he would drill into your hole, super glue it. He had all these pieces of leather. He had it all hooked up, and like that was your kind of like... Who is that? Lenny? Team Lenny, yep. But... That was his he name. He was a ghost gate, yeah. He was like the ghost gate, one of the ghost gate guys. And he worked at some other place in Morgan Hill after that. But yeah, I think Ghost Gate was my first sponsor. There was rebate that my friend Roger Hobbs started, but Oh yeah. I'm not sure which was first. So yeah, there was rebate, ghost gate, and then I remember just I had a fucked up board and fucked up trucks and everything, and one day Jason's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get, you know, come to my house right now. We're going to call Russ or whatever. We're going to get you sponsored by somebody or whatever. I was like, okay. Gershon used to yell at me for not trying to get sponsored and stuff too. Yeah. But he called them a crux. And then so I got on crux and speed wheels oh. from the kid. Thanks, kid. That was before Sonic? Yeah, before Sonic. Was Sonic the first boards? Yeah, well, there was the rebate. Um, oh, rebate. Was- rebate. Where, like I said, Roger started rebate and it was being Crazy Eddie and he had this you know, fun little graphics, transfer graphics of like, when was the Aunt Jemima bottle? Was this, remember that? When there was like all the different logos. And yeah, yeah. The fake, what was it? Uh, fake 7-Elevens and what was that brand where they're like, um, obviously fake, but it was like cunts. I wrote for him. He just gave us boards. He just made them out of his house and whatnot. And then I remember Todd Prince wanted to give me Zorlac boards and I was like, holy shit. And I was super stoked. And I was like, fuck, I can't like, I didn't do it, and then I kept writing the rebate boards. You could have been on the same team as John Gibson. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I was on the same team as Sad with... Um, you were on the team as Sad? Simple. That was awesome. There was awesome oh, people Oh, Simple there. Shoes? Trunowski. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. though those shoes were... Ouch. Mm. And then, so how did you get on to Sonic? Pretty much, I ran into Simon Woodstock, and he told me I rode for Sonic now, probably. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't... I don't really remember remember exactly when or why or how but uh i would just would just skate around and god did i ride for nc or something at that point i might have run for nc at that point but simon you know told me i wrote hey he's like hey what's up how you doing he's like good hey you write for our company now it's called sonic 
<laughs> Kevin O'Brien, you know who Corey O'Brien is? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, start a new company, you're on. <laughs> I was just like, um, Red, okay. You know, I was not, it's crazy how into all knowledge, like their baseball stats and everybody knows right now and yeah. all the companies and stuff. Like I didn't know jack shit for years. Like I still don't know jack shit yeah. about the ins and outs of names of people in the industry or whatever. Right. But I definitely knew who Corey O'Brien was, like was. The, the hero. You know, I grew up skating scurbs and like seeing those guys just, just come through and hit a slappy and keep going and never come back. And it's like, oh my God, that's like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And when he threw um, his board on a backside air, it was louder than anything you've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's that Hensley ramp. I just saw somebody talking about skating the Hensley ramp in San Jose how I was like, oh shit, you know. I remember skating that Hensley ramp in San Jose and seeing him there, and that was the first time I ever like skated with. Was that the one that like Jason Jesse had a little thing in his video part on? It was like a mini ramp. Yeah, and had the extension. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Rad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of little ramps around downtown San Jose, and I mean, I lived on the south side, so we would just. But I went to school downtown, so I met a lot of people. Yeah, just out there, you know. Did you go on some tours with Sonic? Yeah, I went to, uh, me and Nanda, Zip, went oh, to yeah. Australia no way. for a couple weeks. That was really fun. But the main one was um, with, uh, was it Scarecrow? When it was Jason Adams and Crazy Eddie and me and Wee Man, oh, Nanda shit. Zip, Charlie Watts, uh-huh. Simon, um, then, then Dalgart met up with us. What happened to Dalgard? Is he still in San Jose? He lives down, he's working for doing skate photos and stuff oh, down really? in Southern California. Rad. Yeah, I see him on Instagram and whatnot. I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing well. What's the craziest shit you ever saw, uh, like, from Simon? He was known for a variety of... Oh, the craziest shit. Well, a fun one was when we were going to a demo and we're just in the middle of nowhere central valley somewhere he's like we got to go to the store we got to get uh lighter fluid and and stuff for the barbecue and it's like all right cool whatever we go to the store we come back out and he's like okay we get to the skate park and he, he stops I was like what are we doing he's like hold on we got we got to get we got i got to start the barbecue and it's like we're going to show up with the barbecue going so like he pops the trunk lights the barbecue gets it going closes the trunk and <laughs> we head into the skate park and there was like a couple hundred kids there and with the, actually the trunk, he had to open it because we were dying. So he opens the trunk and we come rolling in the skate park with this big ass flume of smoke and the barbecue going behind us. And all the kids were super just like, ah, Simon, what's dog? And he gets right out with the skim board and, you know, it's like. In the wetsuit? Does, does the wetsuit. I don't think he had the wetsuit that day. But <laughs> doing the egg beater. That's his. his he trick. ollied two of the blocks at Wallenberg on the wetsuit. Yeah, uh, I don't, on the skim yeah, board, I that's think. That's insane. Yeah. I remember being in the drive-thru with Simon, who's always fucking, he's just hilarious. So we're in the drive-thru, and I'm like, we're in his little Honda. He had this old little Honda, I think, and it was just a piece of shit, and he had the flames uh, painted on the side. So it's uh-huh. a shitty-ass Honda with flames painted on the side. So we're in there, and I'm like, at the drive-thru, Jack in the Box, in the little flaming Honda. And I'm like, dude, do you smell smoke or gas? He's like, yeah, it's you. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, whatever. He's like, what? I'm like, dude, no, I, seriously, I, there's smoke or gas, or this thing is smoking. And he's like, it's like, it's you, yeah, you smell like gas, or whatever. Next thing I know, boom, the car's on fire, the flaming Honda in the <laughs> Jack in the Box parking lot, and 
firefighters are coming and Simon's just trying to get photos of it. He's so amped. He's like, oh my God, the flaming Honda is like on fire. Perfect. He was a crazy one. I, I just saw him at uh, the Vans Combi contest. I didn't recognize him at all. He was on this bike that was made out of only pennies. Like it was oh, like yeah. all pennies. That's his and project. I think he might have been dressed up like a dinosaur or something. I forget. <laughs> he was in some crazy fur costume. He didn't have the penny suit. That's he might have had the penny suit. Yeah, he said he made a film, the penny suit. Okay. Right? And he's got the penny suit and the penny board and I didn't know anything about it. Uh-huh. I haven't seen or heard of him in a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's on there in the cybernet. You yeah. can check it out, the penny suit, Simon Woodstock. Yeah. Well, I remember the time he came to my apartment with the to do the handrail at Gunnerson with a bag over my head. Oh. That right. was pretty surprising. I thought he was kidding. He's like, you're going to rail slide the handrail with the bag over your head. And I was like, no, I'm not, but let's go skate anyway. So he cuts these tiny little slits and, and fuck, it was a, I think that's the scariest thing I've ever had to do in my life or not had to, but it that's, was one of the scariest skate things. And actually speaking of that, was that the same rail you had a something else doing like a front board with a cast on? Yep. Gunderson high school. They yeah. still, it's still skate. I can't believe what people do on it now, but yeah, I had the cast on and. I think who was there? What All the H Street guys or somebody were there. I go to my school. I live right down the block. I met, you know, no one ever skated there or right there. I mean, people skated around, the, you know, the school. But um, anyway, H Street was there. Somebody. Oh, it was um, Dave Graves probably and maybe Tony Henry. And um, I had my cast on and I just fucking had to skate so bad. So that wasn't scary. That was just amp because I seen all my favorite not all my favorite, but all these amazing guys are skating and filming right there. So I just wanted to get on the action. And I don't even remember who took the photo or, or what. And then they were gone. Poof. And I was like, wow, that was cool. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, yeah. It's probably Dalgar, right? Well, the first time I skated with Tim Brosh was at Gunderson in the pit. And Dalgar was there. I met Tim's um, sister, Christy, first at, at camp, YMCA camp, which mm-hmm. was at Lake Sequoia, which became skate camp right at lake sequoia right yeah so i met her at skate camp before it was skate camp she introduced me to tim we happened to live right down the street whoa met up with tim met lance and todd Frere and a bunch of people but that day i just met tim and lance and they're like we're going to the pit i was like "Ooh, sounds fucking scary so we go to the pit and i was like oh that's nothing boop same thing 5-0 grind broke my wrist other wrist here i am 30 years later just broke my right wrist that was the first day i met tim but the cast, was, I, I had to skate. Like, you know, my mom would get so pissed. Lance still, if I seen him to this day, he'd be like, I could still see your mom driving around, you know, with the Mustang looking for you and yelling, you, Mike, get in the car, you know, with the cast on, hobbling to the car, skating in the car. But So who were the, who were the first guys you met in skateboarding that you would call your friends and skate with? Kevin Iconis lived across the street. He could do, he had a jump ramp. He could do finger flip indie grabs. It was amazing. Bali Sahota. Um, the people who I skated with, who are who, my yeah. friends around. Like that was before you knew Wes, yeah. right? Yeah, so um, I was born, like I grew up on the south side. That was before I met Tim or anybody. Then I moved to the east side where I'm, it was Dave Graves and Tony Henry and Devin Sook and this guy Jason Rye took me under his wing and would drive me everywhere. And then, um, oh yeah, then I went to school with Gershon. Oh, yeah, shit. we had the same classes. So me and Gershon went to school. I, he, I remember he first, Gershon 
like started skating. I remember when he started skating and I'm pretty sure he ollied up a bus bench on his first day skating <laughs> <laughs> on this giant blank that he designed and barely Ooh. just cut off the corner. So it was probably like 11 or 12 inches. Wow. You know, was he liked them big, you know? Yeah. So uh, Gershon Mosley. Um, and then Jason knew Dev, um, um, Dave Graves. Jason and, and Dave, um, Jason Rye, my friend. Oh. So he's like, we're going to Dave Graves. And I knew he was from, you know, 8th Street Dollar on a platter. Yeah. In the backside Smith stall, 270 out at the Yerba Buena School. Yeah, that was amazing skating with him because we went to his house like, hey, what's up? We're going to go skate. And it was those days where I didn't really get it, but, you know, like not as coming out of, blasting out of his house. That was Dave Graves. Like, boom, out of his house, kick flip <laughs> down the two steps, whip shove it, whip shove it, 360 whip shove it, big spin, you know, Ron Carnegie style. And I'm just like, oh, you my God, we're skating now. Yeah, and we went to Yerba Buena. I was like, this is where South Barbier did this and that. And, you know, it's... Right. And there's just, yeah, just skated with so many people on the east side. And Dennis Kakanami, first person, I think, who, like, rail slid the Gunderson rail that I saw, the huh. double one. Dennis Kakanami. Um, That's fucking some knowledge Ripper. right there. God, there's so many, yeah, just so many good skateboarders. But then I moved back to the south side. That's when I met, like, Lance and saw, like, Jason Adams and Solomon, Sean Mandoli. Oh, yeah. I skating with Sean Mandoli. My friend Jay's, Jay's Garage. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had the curbs across the street at the health center. South Bay SBC, that was our crew. It was the, de- it was the dentist. Huh. And like, I remember like, Satva would show up. And be like, holy shit, what is going on? <laughs> so, you know, just seeing people here and there. And yeah. before I was sponsored or anything, you know, it was like the rebate days and skating with Crazy Eddie, of course. I skated with Crazy Eddie probably, I mean, the most in a certain time frame it's getting in tim Brosh crazy when I was lucky. Doing these days i don't know he's living in phoenix in arizona last in arizona yeah yeah i think he's just doing stuff there uh-huh. I think, you know he's doing i think he's doing pretty well now good i think he met a girl Whew. it looks like it i think he sent me a picture huh was so, montague banks around still then did you ever skate there? It was, and but like we were a little, we were a little orchards. Like fish, fish banks was there. Yeah. I remember fish banks, but we would skate the metal edge bench out front. Uh, and I remember <clears throat> learning Smith grinds, you know, like street Smith grinds at the Anza banks. And for some reason, I'll never forget the feeling of landing the first Smith grind, walking in and going, and then landing. Oh, it's yeah. better than the first kickflip or anything I ever did. But yeah, the Anza was really fun. Uh, Tim yeah. used to rip there i think yeah. yeah we used to take like four buses somehow we figured out as kids how to get down there from the peninsula and we'd be like no we're back we're <laughs> capped in a 360 oh, like you're just like <laughs> <laughs> well that was us taking the train to embarcadero oh yeah i mean i remember first couple because i only went there a few times but first time i went there mike carroll was there chico was there lavaro was skating down the street like it was insane and yeah. we were so amped. I remember it was we were everybody was skating the one sort of medium long block and just in a big circle of people and I just kept watching Mike Carroll goes, Holy shit, like if he really does do it like he like it was oh, yeah. amazing and I remember like I'm gonna you know, we're in a line and like he goes up for something and I'm kinda maybe too close to him <laughs> and Mike Carroll comes up like, you know, one eighty nose grind, nose grind something and then at the end like he doesn't make it, and I'm like, oh shit, I might like hit him. Then I go and I, so I'm just gonna crooked grind it past him, and I'm gonna crooked grind past him. 
and he like looks and he goes, yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was another highlight. Mike Carroll just yeah, my crooked grind. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go look at Hubba. True or false? You slept in a bed frame with no mattress. This is true. The pink house <laughs> in San Jose. Yeah, that was quite a chapter. Yep. Oh, you were in the pink house for a while. That, huh? Yeah, the, the bedless frame was in the top of the pink house right next to Jerry, Jerry Sue, and Wes was upstairs, and Matt Eversall was straight across my room. That was Those the were good times. Matt Evs, Wes, you, and Jerry? That was the top Was floor. MJ there too? Yeah, no? so the, the top was me, Jerry, Wes Tanasha, Matt Eversall, down the stairs to the left. I got Mark Johnson, Joey Digital... And then some couple in and out, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Susie, Susie Damn, Q lived there. That's a heavy fucking crew. Southside, yeah, it was crazy because I wasn't skating at that time, oh. like hardly at all. And you know, um, Wes called me. I was like, "Dude, you got to move in the pink house." You know, there's someone's moving out, and like I was kind of out of the loop, as I usually am. It's like <laughs> the pink house, okay? I had been there once or twice, and I was like. Sure, why not? Like the rent's how much? And it was the very top, you know, the ceilings went up from oh, from yeah. the floor. Like so you only had like a foot of eight or six foot <laughs> room yeah. to walk around. But there was a, it was a pretty good space and it was really nice with this big uh, skylights and whatnot. But yeah, it was amazing. I love the pink house. I love living with Jerry because we were both insomniacs and we would just like, I would be up in the middle of the night, three or four, unless there was a party, which there usually was, but maybe four or five, just shuffling around the house and He'd be shuffling around the house, and we'd literally like walk by each other. You know, <laughs> more than Sam, more than Ralph, like one getting water, or whatever. And it's just, I met well the first couple of times. We're like, "Holy shit, dude! What are you doing up? What are you doing up?" And then because we were kind of half awake, we just shuffle past each other. Right. But yeah, Jerry would give me like, good music. Um, he turned me on to a lot of good bands and art. Like, st- he just gave me. He's like, "Here," tr- I was sad going through relationship issues. He's like, "Here, this is Leonard Cohen." The these are um, acrylic paints. Here's like, you should paint something and listen to this. And I was like, what? Okay, and I did, and I got it. Like, it, yeah. I still Leonard Cohen, you know, like. Those guys were like helps. ahead of their time. They were mm-hmm. into everything. Bef- like, they were doing art. They were doing photography. They were doing like yeah. stuff and effortless. And then later. I'd get into it, and I'd uh-huh. get it, and I'd be like, wait, how did you guys figure that yeah, out so yeah. early? The youngins. Yeah. But yeah, and then Matt was across the hall, and he, you know, I always love skating with Mib, Matt and Black, because mm. uh, you know, he was going through stuff too. Wes was there. Wes was the party. His room was the party. Oh, okay. He'd be black. He lived there with his girlfriend, and you know, they'd be partying. And... What, Halba? No. Halba didn't live at the pink house, no. but he was there a lot. Okay. Thank God, I love Halba. Yeah. I will fucking, I'll kill you for Halba. <laughs> Shout out no, to Halba. Shout out. What were some of your favorite skate spots in like locally? We skated Gunnarsson a lot. Uh, Downey Banks. Which ones were those? Just some random curb with a bump. It was really nothing, but for some reason, you know, Long's Curb was was the big sesh. Long's Curb in San Jose by okay. by Auto Bump, uh-huh. where Jace Adams does like, you know, with you switch backside 180 and the. Freddy Krueger sweater oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, that that was right across from Long's or Shaman Dolly and Solomon. And, you know, if somebody came into town, like I remember Ron Kanigi skating there and Feeble Grinds, Slappy Feeble Grinds all day. We had it dug out. We had, it was rounded out. That was a big spot. And then behind there, there's Metal Edges. Cesar Chavez was a really fun one. Sorry, yeah, Little Orchard Bank. So, yeah, spent little a lot orchard. of time there. And 
Right. And then Palo Alto, and we'd, we'd venture out. Yeah, right. San Jose's got a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot. It's a big zone. It is. It's huge. Was there stuff like later that you tripped out on? Like once everyone started coming to San Jose and skating, like all the big dogs, and you'd be like, holy fuck, so-and-so did this at that spot? I think the scariest thing I ever did was feeble grind on this handrail, the cabana rail. It's this teal rail in San Jose. Caswellberry backside, he backlipped it. Okay. That was that was one. That was heavy. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he backside lip slided. And like, no problem too. And I'm like, okay, it's just a new era, you know. Yeah. I was super, you know, I couldn't believe I feeble grinded it. <laughs> anyway, um, Kaz is gnarly. I remember seeing people at both of the the ramp clubs, like Steve Douglas and Caballero rail slide over. What was it one? How to Draw the Perfect Line by Steve Caballero. Uh-huh. I think it might be on a PAL video, but it's at the spine at the first San Jose Ramp Club. Jim yeah. Namba would skate there. And um, Did you go to that one? Yeah, I went there. Ben Schroeder. Yeah. I would go there and see Ben Schroeder and be like, oh my God. I'm pretty sure my friend broke his wrist. I remember this dude, Dave, and we go to um, the Ramp Club and Ben Schroeder pops out. And my friend Dave's like, oh, my turn. And he like puts his board in. Ben Schroeder was popping out to do a, like a backside boneless off the wall and come back in. So pops off onto the wall back boneless. My buddy Dave is there with his board down, click, and he lands straight on top of him and broke his wrist or something. And I was like, dude, you just broke Ben Schroeder's wrist. <laughs> oh my God. Ben so gnarly and, too. He's a big dude. Yeah. And Spencer Fujimoto, I'd see him <laughs> skate there a lot, effortlessly ripping. Um, what about uh, Edward DeVera? Edward DeVera. Oh, Ed. <laughs> I love Ed. He's ripping right now. Do yeah. you see? I see him just. I like he, faded Edward DeVera. Faded Freddy? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't call me faded Freddy, he says. Yeah. Don't call him faded Freddy. No, I love Edward. I would run into him at the weirdest times, like in the middle of the night. I remember running into him on acid. I don't know if we were both on acid. I can't remember what happened, but uh-huh. we were just in a just some gritty ass place, and we just were. Maybe we gave him some. Anyway, maybe we shouldn't say that about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would run into Edward Devera everywhere, and he was. I think Edward and Doug Shoemaker were the two guys two. that I saw the most different rant like whoa you're here like yeah doug shoemaker is fucking amazing i love him i still talk to him i seen him the other day i'm going down the street to do laundry some guy's like looking at me and i'm looking at him i was like oh and i know that face he's like Krabby! And I'm like, Doug, what? <laughs> you know get out of my car in the middle of the street it's okay you know glenn you're allowed to do that and yeah we're just hugging and talking and this and then it's funny because i'm the guy with my car parked in the middle of the street and we're chatting you see that all the time but anyway yeah i ran into doug the other day I just still think about him kick flipping all the double set in San Jose. He's uh, PG and E. Uh-huh. I think it's PG and E. Kick flipping that, and I think the last time I really skated with him was he lip slid that handrail that goes down to the pit in San Francisco, mm-hmm. kind of down toward the end. We're just skating. It's been a while, and I'm rusty, and you know he's just kind of like popping, popping, and just just shredding out of nowhere, fearless. So yeah, Dougie's. I love Doug Shoemaker. He's pretty sick. He, yes. The maker. Good know, vibrations. He was in SF yes. a lot for some mm-hmm. reason. Exactly. He knew that. He knew it in and out, and I didn't know shit. I'd yeah. like to. I like to skate in there with him too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what was the um, Crabtree challenge? 
I didn't remember the crab tree challenge, but Zaroche reminded me that apparently if you want to rail slide a handrail and you don't know if it's too high or not, I guess this was the 90s, Yeah. you, you put your board up to the top of it and if it's around the, you know, the tip of your board, then when you ollie and your tail hits the ground, your nose is already up there. You know what I mean? You just need to get your front wheels over the bar. Uh-huh. So you should, anybody should be able, if you can ollie, to rail slide a handrail that's as tall as your board at the top. Oh. <laughs> that's all. I don't remember when I said that, where it is, <laughs> but Zaroche reminded me of it. Yeah, he reminded me of it too. I love Zaroche. He's, he's the one who made me skate again. Uh, Not him, but giving me skateboards and right. meeting Zaroche made me skate again. Um, I probably wouldn't be. What's that? Platypus, yeah? Platypus, yep. Sick. He gives me skateboards. For some reason, he writes my name on it and the silk screen on the bottom. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but that's cool. They're free. Have you done any of the dirt boarding at his house? Nope. Ooh. Uh-uh. I did once, and I... I just saw the recent one. I'm like, oh my God, that looks so amazing. I'm so glad I wasn't there. <laughs> I can't not. Yeah. You know, you're a skateboarder. You can't not. Yeah. You see a vert ramp, you're going to no stall tail grab or try. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to happen. You know? I ate shit so, at Zerosius. Yeah. And the other one that just happened. Yeah, Lincoln City. It? Yeah. I was watching that. I could not believe what I was seeing. It looked so fun and painful. I wanted to be there when I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw Chet Childress at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, just fucking doing his thing. It's yep. like, I do want to be there right next to Chet. You know? <laughs> like, I've skated with him a good number of times and hung out with him, and I love him. I remember going to a real fun trip with him up north and Ray Stevens and Ron Whaley. And they destroyed it. And West Tanasha and Halba was there and Matt was there. Sick. Yeah, but dirtboarding, um, yes, but not like that. The guy who does the gap to the grind. Dude, that was insane. What the? Yeah. That was so gnarly. <sighs> and, dude, he went for it like 40 times, mm-hmm. just eating shit oh over God. and over. You're just like, really? <laughs> we should make an edit clip. Chris Cole 36 Flip Wallenberg, that trick. Chris Cole 36. Back and forth. Oh, my God. Which one's gnarlier? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Kennedy warehouses. Both of them you skated, right? Oh, yes. Which one? my spawning, um, spawning ground. Who, who killed that shit? Like for each Tim one? Tim Brosh and yeah. Tim Brosh. No, uh, Steve Douglas. Steve um, Douglas. When I pulled up to the second one, if I heard oh, a tail smack, I knew J.J. Rogers was J.J. There. Rogers. Wade Spire would skate Yeah, J.J. and Wade would J. have J. the loudest tail smacks mm-hmm. over that fucking over spine. Over the spot, yep. Yeah. It would echo for sure. Yeah. God, those places were both amazing. The second one was kind of just the first one, but extended. Yeah, the second like one was very extended. That, yeah, I mean, more just smaller stuff. The all second around. one was probably like four times as big. Yeah. Because I had the vert ramp still, maybe a little wider, maybe the same, and the spine ramp with the extra spine up the wall, and then a full street course right. ramps going up under the um, the vert ramp, yeah. the gap with the with the the parking blocks. That was the funnest thing. But remember the one off of the um, there there was the roll into the bank the bank to wall or the ramp to wall, and then you come down and there's like a loading dock um, transition to curb that went down. Yes. So that was the first that time I was... ever saw Cardiel. Oh, my God. And he God. was trying to do a backflip on it. And we're like, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? He oh, was like my amateur, God. Like, wow. I don't think many people, like, 
outside of his area knew who he was yet. Yeah. And we're just like, who? And then later it's like, oh. Man, I might have seen him and not known it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember skating with him at the NHS uh, uh, ramp with him and Tim Ross and just, oh my God, this is amazing. Simon took me. Simon Woodstock took me. Oh, sick. I met Cardiel. Yes. But um, yeah, that the the new warehouse. That's the spot where I think I got my first board from Jake Phelps. Oh, where for Ollie, I was trying to Ollie some gap. There's like three banks, and you can go off to the side, and then all the way to the end, there's a um, a rail slide bar or whatever that went the other way, so you had to go over it. It was kind of far, and I just kept trying to do it. And Jake's like, "Come on, you gotta do it!" And I was like, "Okay, okay," you know. If you do it, I'm going to give you this board. And he held up a Rick Howard board, um, the skunk root beer board or something like that. So I'm like, yes. And I just kept, I, yeah, I, I melon grabbed it and he gave me my board and I was so stoked. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then to finish the story where you see him years later. Oh, where last time I saw Jake Phelps was at the Potrero Skate Park. Um, <laughs> I roll in. I'm just kind of crickety old man. Like, oh, and I was like, oh, there's Andy Rowan and Jake Phelps. <laughs> He's like, Crabtree. All right, everybody, this is my Crabtree, 90s skater. Oh, uh, this from San Jose. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I know, but that's so Jake. I love it. Just, you know, editorial. And so we sit down and I, I'm like, how's everything? He's like, how are you doing? You know, we're, we're actually talking. And I was like, yeah, you gave me my first skateboard at the ramp club for Ollie and that thing. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, cool, man. Sick. Tight. You're like, yeah, San Jose. Like, blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm like, yeah, it was, the, it was a Rick Howard. And he's like, we're talking whenever. And we look up. He looks up and he's like, holy shit, there's Rick Howard right there. And I was like, what? And we look up and dude starts rolling up and he's like, oh, it's just Rick McCrank. <laughs> like, to Rick McCrank. <laughs> Rick McCrank is like, huh? He's like, oh, hey, Rick. He's like, hey. He's like, hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> so we just started busting up. It was so fucked up. Holy shit. But yeah, that was my first board. Fuck at yeah. The, uh, the ramp. Oh, man, the ramp club. Um, Paul Sharp. Uh-huh. Uh, Pierre. Yeah, just so many people rip. All the San Jose guys, like mm-hmm. Corey would be playing pinball. Or... Corey would always be playing pinball. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that whole yeah. other room and all the yeah. food and stuff. And they had the lock-ins. That's right. right. I never did We'd a lock-in. do the lock-ins. You yeah. did? Oh, my God, yeah. I always wanted to. I think my mom wouldn't let me or something. I, I don't know how we did that, but we literally skated all night. Dude, that sounded. Oh, I remember we were always like, we gotta do a lock in, yeah. and then we had but this idea sucks. that it's we like, were gonna oh. get like twenty friends together and do our own lock in, <laughs> like because if you raised enough money, you could do it by yourself. Oh, you could rent it out. Yeah, for so we're oh. like, let's get twenty of our friends. We'll all throw in hundred bucks or whatever. <laughs> it was the big fantasy. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh yeah. What was the crab flip? Oh, the crab flip is a you put your back foot you scoot your back foot so just kind of your toe is on and all your heel and stuff is is hanging off uh-huh. so that when you jump and lift your front foot it flops over and kind of wants to hit you in the shin so as it's flopping it hits you in the shin you kind of grab it upside down with your back foot and do a 180 Whoa. and then kind of flop it back again and land or you could do a half cab half cab yeah, I just started doing the crab flip again. It's funny because I wanted to, I'm, I'm going to get this on film. Like, I'm, so, I'm looking for somebody who's done it or is doing it now because they're doing all these things now. Yeah. I haven't seen the crab flip yet. <laughs> it, it would look like a front side pressure flip, huh? but it would be like a half flip, half back, and then you kind of you could pivot on the nose back around. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Does yeah. That- <laughs> also, 
Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Tim. Timothy Michael Bross, yep. What can you say about him for people that didn't really know who he was or don't know his legacy? Oh, man. Tim was the most, pretty much the realest. He's the realest person I've ever met. Super giving without wanting back, you know. It's just, he was raised right. And he skated like a champion, you know. He was just really good at everything, anything he did. We played a lot of pinball. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he would always kill it on pinball. He had his, I remember his red Strad. He'd like, check it out, I learned a mud honey song. Like, digga digga, was good at that. Uh-huh. You know, like, his, his dad, you know, he skated from early on with his dad, I'm pretty sure. And I remember, because his dad was awesome, you know. He, he, I think he used to go to the Salt Flats, and his dad used to um, wind skate. So he'd go to the Salt Flats with the skateboard and get this big-ass wind sail and let the wind push him and skate wow. in the desert. Could you imagine that? Like... That, that just kind of is a barometer of how creative Tim is and how to just go for it all, like, you know, no half-stepping, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, Tim would just pull off everything and anything. You know, they call them beans, you know, it's like a firecracker, like a Mexican jumping bean. Ding, 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 mm, ding, ding, ding. He had a lot of energy. But I think, was it Scotty Greathouse or something? I'm not sure who coined that, but somebody would, you know, describe him as a firecracker, especially on a half-pipe where like, 50-50, Frontside air, frontside air disaster, like three foot frontside air, four foot, you know, you just till you just explode and yeah. just go blast off into space and he's gone. You know, just come back, whatever, but yeah. <laughs> that's how I like to remember it. Shit. The street or I remember I had skating with them for a while and we were at Go Skate. We're just we're like, let's just skate the flat ground. And he's like, kick flip, nolly flip, nolly 180 flip, half cap flip. I'm like, oh my God. Cause it, you know, before then, we weren't doing, it was all hurricanes at Gunderson High School. Slappy hurricanes at Gunderson, slappies, slappies everywhere, you know, maybe do a kickflip. He could do 360 flips, but I remember the day he just broke out and he could do every single flip trick in a row fast. And, yep, and I'm, yeah, Karina's just in the truck watching him smiling and he's just fucking zing, zing, zing. Yeah, she was rad too. Is she and she's still dope. Around? Yep, yeah. I see her on the media. Yeah, they used to come, we had a ramp in our backyard and they would come over a bunch skate like after hours and at night with the lights and stuff it was actually tim mckinney and i were on our way back from oregon we stopped at the redding skate park and tim was there Ooh, lucky <laughs> and then me tim mckinney and tim brock stayed up all night in the van because we spent <clears throat> the night there just talking and tim was like he's like can oh, i come in and so hang with you guys and me and Tim were like, duh. And, and Can we hang with you? <laughs> yeah, totally. And then it was like, we just stayed up. And then he passed like a month later, I think. Oh, man. It was crazy. That's like it was, good you got to have. Like, he passed soap, on Mother's Day, Mother's right? Day, yep. You got uh, to soak up some. The, the raddest Tim thing that I remember, which is this kind of is like such a Tim. So we're at, we're at Skate Camp, the Sequoia one I was talking about. But mm-hmm. it's everybody from San Jose is there. I mean, everybody and beyond, Jake, Rose, Jake, uh, Halba. So it's the middle of the night and you can't get any liquor. Nobody brought, thought to bring liquor, you know, except for, of course, Tim, because he's smart. And it's pitch black. We're on the half pipe, flat bottom, smoking bowls and stuff. And Tim's like, guess what, everybody? Woo-woo! And he pulls out a bottle of Cap Morgan. Oh. And we're like, he's got a bottle of Cap Morgan. Who in their right mind would pull it out in front of everybody? <laughs> you know, because we're talking about like, how we're going to get uh, some beers or something and we'll yeah. split or whatever. So Tim's like, all right, we're going to pass this around. I, literally, there's 20 people on the ramp. I mean, 
maybe it's 15 because it's exaggeration story time. Literally, but at, you know, we pass, he's like, everybody just take one shot, and pass it around, pass it around, pass it around. It goes around three times. And Tim got like 15, 20 people drunk, like, you know, wine out of water. No, just kidding, no, but like, yeah. Wow. Just selfless, he you know, was. and always had, had, you know, had a, had a plan. This is funny because thinking about doing this now makes my bones hurt. But every Wednesday at Gunderson, it was late day. So school didn't start at 8. It started at like 9.30. And me and Tim would go anyway. Every Wednesday, we'd meet up at Gunderson and do, you know, skate the parking lot for like an hour. Because no it was late day. You went to Those were the best days. Oh, yeah. I we went to Gunderson. Oh, yeah. We have classes together. Oh, shit. Um, I remember we had this project together where we had to, oh, man, we did so many shady things. But we had to remember the Gettysburg Address or something. <laughs> and we just held up these huge, and we're like, we're too nervous. Mrs. D. Medeiros. We're like, let's say we're too nervous and we can't do the oral thing and, re- and memorize it. She's like, okay, well, we're like, can we film it? She's like, yeah, you can film each other doing it. So we just filmed each other doing, you know, four score and seven years ago. And we have, our eyes are moving. She's like, I see your eyes moving. Like, you're busted. But it was the best because we're filming us. But then in the background, we had like a, somebody was doing like an alien head ooh, popping in and out <laughs> every once in a while from behind the curtain. <laughs> No way. That's amazing. Uh, All right. We're going to have to go into the BMC. Uh Uh-oh. Can we take a break? Sure. Okay. We're going to take a break, actually, and uh, hear from a few of our friends, and we'll be right back. This is so weird. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden, and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. Blood Wizard. Go to bloodwizard.com and buy some Blood Wizard. This is paid for by Blood Wizard. Hey, this is Fatty Mac, and you're tuning in to Talking Schmidt. Because if you're going to talk anything, you better talk some Schmidt. Let's get in. And we are back. I just want to take time to thank all you that support the show. If you're looking to advertise, we're down. But we don't need money or anything. We're going to keep going all year. So the best thing you could do is go to TalkingSchmidt.com and buy a hat or stickers or tell some friends and support the show. Just you know, we like to see the numbers increase just like everybody else out there. So uh, that's about that's about that with that. And for that, I'd say uh, I want to just thank Jezebel for continuing to uh, label us the number one feminist podcast in all of skateboarding. Uh, we take pride in that. You know, your brother lived with me for a little while. I did know that. My brother's... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Lavalier check one two. What is this? Bonjour. So what? So Hola. so yes. Yeah, Scott Crabtree, brother of that's Mike. my brother. Yeah, David. He lived at the uh, David Scott original sure. crib ramp. We call him Scoot. Scoot. That's we call him Scrip. That's how he Scripity or something. Did like he that. spell his name wrong then too? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Scripity, huh? Scripity. He's got a pretty good relationship with Pierre somehow. Yeah, I think they live together too at Crib Ramp or somewhere. Not, Not at Crib, crib ramp. ramp. Yeah, I think it must have been before that. I got the crab wheel. That's the only. I have a crab wheel in here. The Spitfire. What is it like? 
80 millimeter Pierre Crab wheel. It's really? one of my prized possessions. I don't have a lot of, I have some boards and stuff, but yeah. that's one of my prized possessions, the Pierre Sick. wheel. It's huge, Spitfire. Oh man, I got mm -hmm. the board. Oh man. I love that thing. I got it. It says, Not thanks boards. for support of me, Team Pierre. Perfect, yes, <laughs> yep. But what's up with your brother? He's in a band? He's in a band, uh, Fuzzmaster. I'm in a band, bud. <laughs> We were in a band, but yeah. anyway, yeah, my brother is in two bands right now. Uh, Fuzzmaster. Uh -huh. I just saw him play at Eli's in punk? Oakland, where I live. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good, proper punk. I'm really proud of him. Right. Because, you know, he's played a lot of different kinds of music and DJing and whatnot. And he's in his other band, Hot Laundry, with a girl, girl singer and another girl and some guys. It's way mellower, not punk, more like fun. Like, I don't want to say Shannon and the Clams or anything, but you know who they are. It's more yeah. like... Yeah. Indie rock? It could be indie rock, yeah. But All it's right. cool, yeah. Okay. He's in a band with a few girls, and I'm in a band with a few girls right now. So I like that. We're kind of like... And I'm up. on a podcast that supports all girls. Good. Yeah. We wouldn't be alive. Right. And if we were, what would be the point? Yeah, exactly. If there was no girls. Did we get the definition of BMC? Oh, we are talking about the BMC. That's what we I don't know. Like. Somebody just told me one day to put my finger on my eyebrow. And then they said, okay, you're, you're in the BMC. And I said, oh, awesome. What's that? It's the Beautiful Men's Club. As I'm sure the kid will describe very thoroughly when you see him, which I think yeah. you're going to see the kid. Yeah, But uh, BMC I... is, I'm, I was... think I'm part of it. <laughs> Are I, you? I think so. Yeah, I am part of it. Ah. Yeah, it's a Beautiful Men's was Club. Was it him and Todd Prince? Yeah, I think they started it from, okay. one, you know, one guy looked at the other guy and said, or they said, this guy's a beautiful man. It was somebody else. And said, you know what? You're a beautiful man. Like, no, you're a beautiful man. And Beautiful Man's Club started. And yeah, you'll hear all about it. All uh, right. Proud to be a member. Tim Brosh was in there. He's, I don't know who the president is, but huh. I think Beans is pretty beautiful. They're all beautiful. Yeah. You're, all, you're beautiful. Aww. See? You're in. <laughs> did you touch your finger to your... I'm not thing? in yet. You just did it. I'm not in. Yeah, I don't know if Do I you, ever was. Jason I don't know what I mean. Me. I, I just want to... I want to be in the... Am I in the tilt mode army? That was my next question. What's up with TMA? I don't know. I, I hope I'm in the... I think I'm part of the... I think I'm a private in the tilt mode army. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. Who's the general? I don't know. Mark? Matt? I think Matt's... Matt's the For commander. me, Matt's the general. Um, well, yeah. I think Matt's one of like super motivated human who just gets a lot done naturally and Were you in those videos? Yeah, I had I had some parts. Oh, we had the Room 21 part. All right. In tilt mode and then I had some uh, oh the um Were you in Man The Vans Man? warehouse stuff, the black and white dun 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 oh, dun dun. Yeah. Those videos the, the Ed Nemeth life song. Um Man, yeah, that is, so I had some he used to do in, it. Uh, yeah, definitely. he would put together good videos. Yeah. I love the skit where they're filming with the huge fucking. So fish many eye. good things, yeah. <laughs> so much good stuff, and it's fun because I remember taking photos with Simon, where he's like, "Hey, go in this room," and he, we're gonna tape you to the wall with all the red tape because I, I give him red tape. And there's this one where I'm stuck to the wall in red tape, and he did like the tennis ball head thing, and just. Fun stuff, creative stuff coming out of San Jose from, you know, as far as I remember. Matt just kept it going, you know. Right. It was sick what he wrote for Sonic and 
Jason wrote for Sonic, Louis Barletta wrote for Sonic all at the same uh, time. I was like, this is awesome. Like, you yeah. know, just there was a really short period where, you know, I guess before Joy, where, you know, and the end of Sonic, where we all were together. It's pretty sick. I just have to say thank you first to Gavin O'Brien and Corey O'Brien and Brent and Marburg and everybody at Sonic because I didn't really think the people who helped me do everything as much as I should have when I was younger because I had no idea what was going on. So thank you to all you guys. Um, that any, Wheels of Fortune 411. Thank exactly, you. yeah. I was I filmed a pro rookies, rookies pro rookies, uh, 411 rookie pro, you know, and uh, I do my part at the end. It's like, I'd like to thank Slappy and Lance Dalgart. Bloop. That was the end. And I was like, so they saw Gavin. I was like, what the fuck, dude? You know, he wasn't really mad. He's like, you're just going to say thanks to them. What are you doing? I'm just messing around. But it, it made me think, you know, it's true. It's like all this, you got to shout out your friends. Shout out. Or yeah. you don't have to, but I mean, just show. When you're young, skating, especially when you're sponsored and trying to do things in film, it's like from watching recent podcasts and whatnot it's like you realize that nobody has really any idea what they're doing when they're younger totally. they just grow from it or you don't you know or you well what about the people that are older and they don't think their wives at the oscars <laughs> i've seen that go down <laughs> thank, thank you good yeah. night and the wife's like wait what about me yeah exactly and my beautiful wife I've, i think michael douglas has pulled that a few times oops and then it's and then uh doghouse yeah, whatever well, With proper stuff. thanks have been given. We knew they were going to eventually be given. And today, here on the show. And thanks to NHS for all that stuff, too. Wrong way. And right. thank you guys for listening out there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you out there? Buzz. Gavin, we might have to go into a faction song here pretty soon. Um, if you're out there listening, call in. Give us permission Buzz. to play AUK, AUK, AUK. <laughs> I'd like to think the Let's Get Coke song. Let's go, go get Cokes. Coke. Anything yeah. else? Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven Big Olds are the best. Yeah. It's that. It makes me proud because I know it's the Seven Eleven right there off Corrales by Scurbs that he's talking about in that song. No so way. Plus, like Ray Stevens. Like now, I've played some music with him, been some bands with him, which is what we were talking about. But right, it's so dope to know that that's the, my little spawning ground is what they're talking about do you know whose culture bike, in San Jose. do you know whose bike they were talking about kicking and skating I destroy nothing kick knows. that bike skate and destroy uh, who mike hoffman forget that light skate and destroy <laughs> cops are coming after me something <laughs> in my thinking yes but are we starting a band again right let's now let's start a band uh, get the fucking guitar out uh, play a couple i got them in the back we do firefighter you can get the drums and <laughs> drumming vocalists i love the way you did the side did you do the side the, did you do the side mic Sometimes. when you were drumming? Sometimes. The, uh, the side mic, yep. Side mic. You get the profile, the beauty, and then, uh, the MC. You know, you'd always do that fucking um, something would fall over. So, would fall, Marty would unplug himself. Yeah. And, uh, good times. But yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's get into the music world. Yeah. So, who were your in, early influences when you were growing up? Like, were you ACDC, obviously. Oh, like, man. Everybody says fucking ACDC. My, my mom... Listen to Rolling Stones, The Who, um, some Led Zeppelin. Actually, I think these were records from my aunt who had passed away. Mm -hmm. So it was all, you know, like Cream and, you know, the rock from back then. Yeah. But I didn't, it, they were just there. I knew, and my mom loved Rolling Stones the most. It was just like, she's so respect about whatever the song. I yeah. just knew them all, but I wasn't like, I like this. It was just like soundtrack sure. to my life. And then I, I thought, um, oh, I'm, I skate now. 
like there I didn't see too many videos or anything but I knew like it was like surfer hair so I'm like I like the Beach Boys or something so uh -huh. I listened to the Beach Boys but the, when I what I really started listening to was um, like Sex Pistols and some you know some certain punk rock yeah like um, Circle Jerks yeah Dead Circle Kennedy's Dick Kennedy's a lot Black Flag Sam Hain Black Flag Misfits. a lot Misfits but um, I love Prince <laughs> Prince. The Purple Rain album. Oh yeah! Holy Talitskis. Yeah. And I I play that tape so often. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I did that publicly or whatever. But Darlin' Nikki. Yeah. Um, He's one but of I the best of all time. I didn't listen to music too much no. in those days because I would wake up and go skate. Oh. Come home. Maybe like we like the songs on the videos, and that would make us listen to. You know, when I got older, we were listening to like. Yeah. So what got you into playing? My good friends like Jared Malazzo. Brian Vega, Tom Curtis, me, and um, just way back, we've all gone to school, Matt Gansneider, they went to different schools, but they always had, like, one guy played drums, Matt played drums, Tom always had a guitar, Jared always had a guitar, and Brian had his bass, you know, and I just met all these people who played music, and it wasn't like, we're a band, we're serious, they just had them in their in their room, and I'd be like, oh, rad, and I'd pick up his guitar, yeah, and be like, just jam, bling, bling, yeah, like anybody, you know, anybody that picks up guitar and goes ding, 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 has their own song that doesn't suck, you know, it's yeah. just their own style, and it's like, when you're naive, I feel you can make a lot of cooler stuff than if you know the proper, yeah. you know, now that I know if it's a A, the next note B has to be a B minor or whatever. Yeah. You know, you get stuck in those rats. But yeah, right. those guys had stuff around all the time. So Jared Malazza taught me how to do an E chord. And I had this acoustic guitar that I bought for 10 bucks. And it was, the strings were so tight that I held this E. It was burning into my hand and I didn't want to forget it. So I'm like, I'm going to go. And I skated from his house probably about a half mile holding the E note on the guitar the whole time. <laughs> skating with acoustic guitar out in the air down the street. Holding that, that E, yes. So amazing. just playing with those guys, and then it would get to where it'd be like, I'd be like, let's jam, let's jam, let's jam, and they'd be like, God, all you want, all you want to do is jam, like play music. Why don't you want to hang out and stuff? And you know, we're drinking beer and partying too. But like, let's yeah. go out because I used to always want to go out to the bar, the club, and the BMC until more days. And then it became like, I didn't want to go out. It's like ang not angoraphobic. You know, my friends would give me shit, but I don't like going out. I'm not super good with tons of people. Yeah which is, you know, it's hard when you're skating and you're in thrash or whatever, people know who you are. Uh -huh. They're like, hey, Crabtree, remember I met you? And you kind of like shut down. Yeah. Like a lot of those people thought I was a dick and I've heard that before and it's totally, it's not, well, maybe, you know, everyone's sick. Yeah. I'm not really, but I just remember being shy and how that, you know, seems to people as that way. But, um, but I got way into music with those guys and then we started a band, Kareen A. What was it? Kareen A. That was the first band? K-A-R-I-N-E-A. -E yeah, Damn. I'm pretty sure. And then... Um, you guys do any recording? Yeah. Actually, we did. It's on Bandcamp or not being, uh, SoundCloud, I believe. What was it's one like, of the songs? Mazel Tov. Let's, let's hear Mazel Tov. Fun. And away <laughs> we go. Jump, jump, jump. Wow.
for a first band. But yeah, we wanted to be like, we liked you know, Radiohead, but also all the uh. rock stuff. Bad Brains, we love Bad Brains. You know, we love to play punk rock, but we wanted to mix it with more like, you know, Tom's really good guitarist. Could just do like original. You know, it's not like junk, 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 junk at all. He'd always put something a over little the more top intricate. and melodic or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then was the donuts after that, bud? I don't know. You tell me. Was it Karina? And then um, I think so. Yeah. Really? So I was the, in this band called Dirty and the Donuts. So the story goes, you were working at Trader Joe's with Marty or something. How did you? How did this oh, that was down? weird. Yeah, it's another Phantom Scott, David Scott Crabtree thing. Um, I was working at a grocery store, and um, I transferred to one in Menlo Park. And uh, this dude comes up, or this guy, it's Marty. He's like, what's up? You're Crabtree? What the fuck? What's up, dude? I know, you, I know your brother, you know? What the fuck? I used to live with him, or we were in a band, or yeah. this and that. And he's like, hey, we're starting a band. You want to be, you know? And I was like, this guy is on fucking fire. <laughs> Marty is like lit. Yeah. Always, I love him and so much energy. And what, what am I gonna say? Nah, no, nah, I don't know. No, I, I was super amped. So, uh, yeah, I met Marty. He knew my brother. He knew you. I, you and I had met skating, yeah, filming with I, Drahobes. Yeah, I which, knew you a little bit. I was probably nervous because Dan Drahobel was there and he was ripping. I still remember it. But anyhow, um, yeah, that's that's how we started, or I started. You guys already had a base. We had before a band, me. and Eric, Eric. moved to um, Portland, Portland yeah. so we d- we needed a bass player. And Marty was like, "I got us a bass player," <laughs> and he's like, "Mike Crabtree," and I was like, "What? Sick!" And then you came down to the studio one day, pretty and much I, learned the songs in I like didn't a know day and a half. What to expect? Well, what's funny is Marty had given me this, uh, not a CD, tape, whatever. Oh. It was, probably was a CD. But I listened to that in my, my car, my lunches, all the time and, and like made notes. And I, I remember it was like, I was super amped to have kind of a, you know, like a, a blank, not a blank slate, but, you know, something where I get to make up whatever I want over, you know, this part. But Eric had his, I listened to Eric's parts. Yeah. And I just, you know, he would teach me what to do. But then I got to do what I wanted. Improvise. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I was just stepping in and like, this is what you're going to play. You know? No, so it, it was, was totally fun. free. Yeah. And so it, the songs became a little different when you, when you came in because you gave your bass lines. It wasn't like, you you have to play it like this. It's yeah. Like, everybody. No, here's the song. You play whatever you want bass-wise, mm-hmm. it works, you know? Yeah, even even when you play the same thing, everybody has a different style. I saw The Who with Vega on their last show with John Entwistle, the bassist, who's like pretty much our favorite bassist. Boris the Spider. Um, Boris, yeah, um, Getty Lee. But uh, same tour, he died. We saw him with the next bassist, Tino Infantino or somebody, and it was good. They did it all right, but it was not even close to... No. Thunderfingers and Twistle. Yeah, everybody is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the Donuts was fucking awesome. We went on tour in Portland, didn't we? Yeah, Portland, <laughs> Seattle. We mm-hmm. played like three shows that was super on a fun. trip. The Fun House. Yeah. What was your... Do you remember that period? What was one of the favorite ones? Like, we played the Caravan a few times. Yeah. Not that's usually, home base. That was home base. And, like, so For friends me. would come out, and, and it was a small cl- bar. I love so the Caravan. That's not where too many people could fill it up. Like Caravan so felt, stories could fill up another yeah, hour. Yeah, and they gave us, like, 
free drinks all night yeah. i think thank you megan thank you jason oh yeah megan thank you. they're working at the quartz lounge in san jose now Ooh. they're teamed up again and they're a powerhouse is mad mike in there i hope so is he cinnabar <laughs> he was cinnabar. I don't, I yeah i like, love mad mike too there's so many yeah. people i love all everybody from, hot tub uh, there's nobody from san jose what's hot tub's I name don't ashley I, yeah, I just found out a picture. <laughs> I just found a picture of me and Dave yeah. that I was about to send him doing the salute. Oh. And we look like we're 12. It's amazing. Yes. I'm going to send that to you. Big love uh, to you guys that came out. Yeah, that was fucking fun. What was your favorite song? Do you remember any song? Uh, Inner Peace, I think. Inner Peace? I think that was uh, Marty's song. Best time that I think I had with the donuts was recording with Bart. Oh, that man. was really fun. That was and your fun. voice was doing that a little yeah. bit, and you we had to like 
loosen it up with the little brown stuff, and it, you sounded great. And it was. I had to go buy process. a bottle of whiskey. Yep, we did. Because I think, and I've learned this by doing the podcast too. I think I get maybe nervous, like subconsciously, and my throat tightens up. Yeah, and your so, body oh, you tells get, you like, to. This weird but, yeah, and it I works remember for you, seeing like holding my yeah, throat and going have, like, hello, hello, I have photos of it. I will show you. <laughs> we, we should put them on the. Yeah, we will. Thing, if, there's a th- yeah. if there's a visual thing, we'll, we'll put some photos on the Instagram and the website, um, talkingschmidt.com. You can go there and see some cool stuff from what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, inner I, peace. Yeah, inner peace was. Uh, I, I love honestly, all of them were so uh, had their own dance or whatever. They're so original. Like it wasn't like. A lot of times in a band and a song comes on, you're like, oh, this one. Like, no, they were all really fun. Working Man, bud. We did Working Man. Oh, Rush cover. And uh, what was the other cover? Um, English Beat. Save it for later. I mean, yeah, I think I didn't even realize that was a cover for a while. Oh, really? I was like, huh, what? (laughs) 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 Yeah, and our versions were pretty hard to distinguish Mm. what it was. But yeah, recording with Bart was sick. That was in Oakland or Emeryville. It was uh, over yeah, here Oakland. somewhere. Yeah, and he's the best. He uh, he took us in one afternoon, recorded six, maybe seven songs, mm-hmm. and killed it. Mastered yeah. them and mixed them or whatever, mm-hmm. and was, made us sound the best we've ever sounded. And you know what's funny? After that, Karina got back together again, and we recorded in the same building, but not with Bart. With um, our friend Elliot, who's no a, a genius sound engineer, works for like yeah. you know proper state. He's he and he's recording us again right now. But huh. yeah, back to the same building was bringing back memories of that's rad. Yeah, fuck yes, yeah. Practice pad was in Redwood City. Climate Best by Government Test. Remember when we first, Bart? Remember? All right, one rule: when Bart's around, keep it down. <laughs> The one trying to get my ears blown out from, you know, blah, blah, blah which is smart, you know. Yeah. And he was, he was awesome. He was walk down the dude. hall and get the mono mix. And maybe yeah, I down. thought we were, I thought he was just barely going to even accept us through the door. Yeah. I think Scott Crabtree recorded with him with the grannies, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, too. he was in the grannies. Small world, yeah. Wow. The, another Phantom Crabtree, Scott Crabtree. Damn. Yep. Yeah, so Bart, big love. I know you're listening. Thank you, sir. And then what happened after that? Have you played in bands since then? I was living in Santa Cruz, and I met my friend Chad, who was doing um, Concussion at the time magazine. Oh. You know, Concussion and Jonathan Hay. So it was Jonathan, honest drummer, awesome drummer. It was We played at his house in Santa Cruz. And then um, Aaron, our other friend Aaron. Oh. So yeah, it was the shun. It was sick. And... Um, I was always always busy because of my job, and I remember they're like, "We're going to this place in a way out in Carmel Valley, our friend's Arosha's house, and he's starting to build this park, and you know, we're going to do a show out there and this and that." And I, I couldn't make that show, and I was so bummed. And then, it, like, it's funny later, you know, when I met Zarosha, I was like, "Oh!" And then I went to his skate palace, you know, like Kashawa. Yeah. Kashawa. Kashawa. Yeah. Kashawa. So amazing up there. But yeah, so I was in a band with those guys for a while. Not for super long. Was there a band after that? I'm in a band now called Catchlight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's my buddy Clint, my friend Sarah, the drummer's Gracie, the bass player's Samantha. Uh, Sarah sings and Clint plays guitar too. So um, 
we're in the process of recording, or we did record, like I said, with Elliot, oh, the same guy who did the Crene at the same building that you and I did part whatnot. So um, yeah, that should be coming out at some point. But my uh, wrist is broken. I'm in a big cast. Uh, you can't see it. Uh, yeah, it's really fun because we're all friends first. You know, we uh, met. I'm, I met them where I work. We play once a week if we can, and it's really fun. And Gracie, the drummer, is amazing. Really? And she's in she's in a bunch of bands and works and same with sarah she's an amazing vocalist and you know we're all i know it's hard for you to um describe yourself and stuff but style wise what's the new band kind of like i've heard that we're kind of like blondie oh not like blondie but uh they always bring up 80 stuff somebody said sort of like the cure oh you know it's kind of up and down though you know we'll turn on the distortion and it's like not like chavez hardcore fast slow but kind of you know it goes up and down and i don't know there's, cool. yeah, it's kind of, check it out.
Yeah. You play guitar or bass? Uh, Guitar. Ah, sick. Yeah. Uh, Catchlight. Yeah, we got like an Instagram and all that. Catchlight the band. Catchlight the band. Mm Just got it's about 5,000 new followers I right there. <laughs> <laughs> the old talking Schmidt bump. <coughs> Crab knuckle. Knuckles. Where'd that come from? Crab knuckle. That's my Instagram thing. Yeah. Who who coined that? I think it was Jai. Was it I, would like make, I would make poor decisions. Head? I would make poor decisions. I would make erratic mistakes. I'm clumsy. I'm really clumsy. Shit like that. All right. Well, we might have to know. call Jai and I'll find like, out. Call Let's not bring it up with Jai. With Jai yeah. I bet Jay, I bet the kid knows better. Okay. Yeah. Pete Koff texted in. Uh-oh. And he wants to know... P.K. Ripa? Did LSD get you into needle pointing? Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've never pointed a needle at anybody. Ever. No? No. Uh-uh. Have you I did needle? do a lot of LSD when I was younger. What comes to mind is um, we went to the Quartermasters with Team Ghostgate. It was awesome. I forgot about that. We all get in the van and uh, we drive to Santa Barbara's, me and Noah and Noah Baxter, oh. Savage. Probably you've seen him on probably Tilt One Seven when I was still skating. In Santa Barbara? Yeah, we were so stoked. And um, yeah, we were bored, me and Noah, and we went roaming around and we found some acid somehow. And we took acid and we roamed around Santa Barbara. <laughs> Just everything was melting. And to this day, when, you know, every time I talk to him or text, you know, now yeah. media thing, it's always, oh, shit, the acid thing. Same with Faded Fred. I'm sorry, with uh, DeFera. He'll always bring up acid. If you was know. that the first time you took acid was when you no. went to? No. No. No, unfortunately, when I was younger, I knew a guy who was like a gangster sort of dude. And... He was, yeah, he was a gangster. He had, somehow he had all this acid and people were coming for him and he had to get rid of it. And he, he's like, just hide these. And I had like four sheets <laughs> of acid. And he's like, just take, you could take one of them, do what you want with it. And uh, me and Brian would just, we took, you know, we took acid. I remember I took it first and I was at the, um, the fair. Yeah. In San Jose at the church across from like Beans' stomping grounds. And, uh, I was flipping out because there was trails and everything. And Brian's like, dude, what's wrong with you? And we were like best friends. And I was like, just gonna, I was like, I took acid. He's like, what? You took acid? He was so pissed. He's like, what the fuck? Without me? <laughs> I'm like, what? You want to get some? I was like, he's like, fuck yeah, I want some. So Whoa. maybe, yeah, that was the first time I did. Uh-huh. And I was like, as I was flipping out, I remember I felt so much better. I was like, oh, like, it's, it's okay that I'm going to ask. Like, he really wants to be, you know, I thought I was being bad, oh, that okay. I was just being a kid, and he wanted to be a kid. And too. you were getting like the tracers and stuff yeah, off big time. everything you see. Well, we started taking them once a day, and then you have to take two a day, and then you have to take four the day. And we would fry days in a row, so it would Whoa. become warm. Yeah, I, for way too long. I can't believe I'm upright talking to you right now with all yeah. the acid I've done and uh-huh. smoked drugs, and you know. Yeah, um, that's a different story, but yeah. We did a lot of acid back then. Wow. Sure. Haven't done acid in 20 years, I guess. Really? So Seems too hard nowadays. Like, like there's a lot of stress out Dude. there that you could have a bad trip oh my easy. God. Yeah, that's why they microdose. <laughs> yeah, people. It's huge micro- around here. Yeah, it's huge everywhere. Shrooms are legal now in Oakland. Joe Rogan talks about that's it. Right, huh? It's like Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Well, uh, well, 
Do you listen to podcasts? No, I don't. None. Uh uh-uh, uh, I okay. don't. What do you do like if you're flying or on a long drive or something like that? If I'm flying, do you listen to music or I'll bring it and probably not listen to it. Oh, you draw or doodle or something? If I'm flying or to stuff at home, yeah. That, well, I'm, I mean, just with like down, like I got five hours to kill. I'm, I'm gonna bring a podcaster too. That's what, that's me. But uh-huh. what would you do? I would bring doodling equipment, probably, uh-huh. yeah, pen and paper. It's kind of weird on a plane, but it's kind of fun because it's shaking around makes it, you know, fun. Yeah. But I'll watch the, usually watch whatever movie they have. I don't really bring my media around too oh, much. Okay. I mean, now it's always in my pocket, but even still, I'm kind of like. You got to come up with a Talking Schmidt logo. What? I'll do a it. A little fucking. I'll do it. You got it. What other hobbies do you got going, though? Right now, I've been doing, trying to do a lot of different things. My friend showed me how to do this needle felting thing. <laughs> it's uh-huh. kind of like a grandma thing, but it's dope. You get wool and you poke it into shapes. And there's oh, a lot is of that cool. There's what a Pete's juxt- talking about? Dude, yeah. If you look in the. Yeah, I had a show at oh. Pete's oh. Sunset Studio or whatever for a while. My little felt creatures were out there. Okay. But if you look on the uh, juxtapose, there's this lady who does a um, teddy bear skeleton. Yeah. Needle felting. Check that out. It's amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, you I know, juxtapose is mean, out of the. Thrasher. I did. I know. Okay, I'm still yeah. waiting for all my magazines to show. <laughs> no, yeah. I made a little, a little uh, silly pink bunnies rabbit. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one. Like the one that they took down from Hatry. Hatry, yeah. Uh huh. Which I'm gonna meet Jeremy next week. Nice. Somebody told me a story about where that thing really went, and somebody stole it and had it in a warehouse, and then I they heard found that it. Too. <laughs> I heard some stories. I, like, I, I can't f- say, but I thought that was hilarious. They got oh it back. man! But yeah, I've been doing epoxy resin in uh, just putting random like I don't know a nail or you know just some flour, you know like some sand, and I mean I'm I do signs for a living like hand painted signs. Oh, not hand painted. I use Poscas and stuff and whatnot, but just for a grocery store. Been skating a lot actually, but I broke my wrist. Uh-huh. So skateboarding, the band takes up a lot of time. Okay, I'm kind of addicted to playing my guitar when it's sitting around. Like I just, I don't not play it at night. Do you have any it's recording devices there. like a four tracker? I just sold my Tascam 388. Ooh, uh, quarter inch reel to reel to Elliot. Oh nice. man, I love that thing, but. No, just little apps and stuff, but I just kind of like practice and jam different things to keep up for when I play with the band. Well, Matt Ev's just texted in. Mib. He's got a pretty... Black? He's got a heavy question for you. Oh, boy, does he. Who is Chief, Chief Muddy Bung of, of the, the No Wife, Wife Tribe? tribe. <laughs> Never Wife Tribe. Uh, one time at the Pink House, I defecated. And apparently, I didn't... Use, there was no toilet paper in there, so I didn't wipe. That's the only plausible explanation. Matt came into the room and he said, What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how that I don't happened. know anything about it. That would be weird. We must have been out or maybe. Huh. Maybe I just used his towel. Yeah, I probably Ooh. just used his face cloth. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell him. Matt. You got a Matt, more Matt story. story. If he wants to ask me that, she yeah. to. God, yeah, I think I drank too much at the Pink House. We all did. But one time I came home from the bar and I was like, yeah, someone had done something. I don't get angry or destroy things when I'm mad at all, but somebody did something and it just was fun. It looked fun. I think it was Mark and he probably did it super clean and eloquent, like, you know, broke a bottle in a little thing. He's like, yeah, and I was like, woo. I don't remember, but there was a tape. I think it was Secondhand Smoke, a VHS on the ground. And I was like, yeah, and I like smashed it. 
Oh. And Matt's like, he was pissed. He's like, what the fuck? You, that's my fucking secondhand smoke. Fuck. And I was like, uh, and I was like, fuck, what did I do? I was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, I don't know. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. He's like, fuck. And he like punched the door, but it broke the glass and he cut a little bit. I felt so bad. Oh. And except for it wasn't his. It was Wes's. His was <laughs> up in his room. <laughs> so nobody's perfect. I love Matt. He's, he's, yeah. Well, you've lived on pretty much every side of the bay. Uh, yeah, I've done a, I've done You've a loop around a lot of areas. What's San your Jose, zone? San Jose to Boulder Creek to Santa Cruz. Did you live in Boulder to Creek? Seaside. Yep. Sick. Boulder Creek in I a got way. A cabin up there. But let's go. Boulder Creek is kind of home of Justin oh Strubing. It's so cool. Yeah, it's just Josh. I remember seeing Josh Matson all the time out there. Yeah. Skating the Ben Lomond Park, ripping. I'm Oakland right now. Where I am is feels awesome hmm. i love it here good climate it's perfect climate my neighbors are fucking gnarly and nice and they have my back and you know because sometimes things do happen around here i'm in west oakland it's not crazy or anything but uh, i love it here there's so much to skate there's the emeryville park right there yeah k doves built the town park oh, and yeah. that's one of my favorite things in the world town park you guys have you heard of that yeah and lower bobs lower bobs I haven't skated. I only went a few times. And I had texted Zeroche. I was like, please come and help me skate Lower Bob's. I can't yeah. do it by myself. You know, uh. I went and then the dog was there and it was acting weird and oh, yeah. something weird. But yeah, I'm right near, right between, you know, Lower Bob's. Yeah, we're going to Treasure Island. And Emberville. Haven't been there. No, yeah, I skate um, Berkeley Park a lot. Team Park. Yeah. That was me, Matt, and um, uh, Matt Halba. Oh. And, and Wes and Vu and like uh-huh. I think Matt uh, Eversall dubbed us Team Park. He was part of it too. But all we would do was skate parks. We go to Modesto. What are we gonna do today? It wasn't like, it wasn't like, what are we gonna do? It's like which park are we gonna drive to? You know. Well, we're winding down here. Is there anything else we need to cover? Um, one time, Simon took <laughs> the. I'm, there was this awesome time when I met I met Pat Duffy two times. They were both sick. The first time we were down south and it was um, Isla Vista, Isla Vista yeah. Halloween oh, party. Shit. Have you heard yeah. of this? Yeah, fuck, I went. I was in heaven. I mean, I was they like 25, whatever. And they blocked the streets. You're walking in and out of houses. And yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm there with Pat Duffy and it was so fun. And I was really nervous. And, you know, we're drinking, partying, listening up. And we just like lost each other and then found each other. And there was a bunch of people, uh-huh. you know. Um, but he was just so nice and fun and funny. He's and I was probably really nervous, but I remember, um, and then years later, I'm partying in some weird house in downtown San Jose, and I'm in the backyard, and Pat Duffy's there, and he's like, oh my God, Pat Duffy, yeah, dude, like, I, hey, I'm Mike, you know, do you remember me? I'm, he's like, yeah, what's up, how's it going? And I'm just like, oh, da, da. he's like, hey, do you know where there's any other parties? Because it was just like a backyard get-together. He's like, yeah, I do, because sh- other Schmitty, uh-huh. Smitty, yeah. you know Schmitty? Yeah. He was having a party, and I was like, you want to go to another party? He's like, Fuck yeah, dude, let's get out of here. And I was like, rad. Schmitty loves Pat Duffy. And, oh, and, um, everyone loves Pat Duffy. But, he, but I mean, he talked, dude, he loves Primus more than anybody else. Like, oh, Pat really? Duffy, completely, yeah. So, yeah, I was super stoked. He's super nice. I'm fucking driving him to Schmitty's house and open the door. Smitty, we'll call him Smitty. Open the door and he's like, what's up? He's like, what the hell? And he's like, hey, I'm Pat. And he's like, hey, nice to meet you. And I just remember him like slamming the door, bringing me outside. And he's like, what the fuck? You brought Pat Duffin to my house? You brought Pat Duffin to my house? 
You did not just bring that in. It was, like, it was a highlight. Right. It was fun. Just, you know, I can relate because when I went to school with Tim Brah, she's like, we're going to Wade Spire's house in Danville and we're going to skate his ramp. I was oh. like, what? It was me, him, and Lance. And yeah, I got to go to Danville. And I yeah, was a real small. ramp in the garage. The cool thing is we, Lance Dalgar went to school. Tim Brosh, Lance Dalgar, Tuffer, like we all went to school there at Gunderson. And uh, Lance took photos. Yeah. And there's photos in the yearbook of me and Tim on the same page. The people are playing like playing golf and it was like extreme skateboarding. No and it's way. Tim doing like blasting an air or something at Wade's ramp. And I'm doing like a, a tail slide or a 5-0, like smaller and under him at, at Wade Spire's ramp in my Fuck yearbook yeah. right here. It's that rules. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wade's the dude, those guys are so yeah. sick. Just consistent people like that who are just so real, you know. So yeah. There's so many of them and I'm I didn't bring up any of them. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't bring anybody up. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? There's just so many people and so yeah. much shit has gone on. And totally. To try to make it a habit to, you know, pay homage or whatever, or at least acknowledge my fortune, yeah. the good fortune that I've had. Not that it's, you know, I wouldn't change anything. And yeah. Except for, like I said, to like maybe pay more acknowledgement to people who have done good things for me. Yeah, I think it's important like for you, everybody but. to respect the pioneers. Well, you can't. I mean, the world's moving fast, and I know there's a new clip scrolling down right now, but it's, yeah. it's like what people talk about you now. It's just in and out, in and out. Like, yeah. It was built on a huge foundation that people did a lot for. Yeah, it's a attention deficit disorder is what it's called. <laughs> I had that. Yeah. It's now like, it's... Okay, next. Okay, next. Yeah. Okay, next. Did you read that? Next. Mm-hmm. Wait, what were we talking about? Next, it's, yeah, it's like it causes ADD. You yeah, know? they thought you were born with it, but yeah. the way things are now, when you're scroll, da 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 da, no, you're, the wrinkles in your brain are so small and weak, and there's so many of them that they hog up all your RAM with bullshit. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because no, you know, for sure, all my yeah. wrinkles are are done. I can't even make any new wrinkles. My <laughs> short term's pretty bad. Mine's you know? so bad. <laughs> Wait, like, who are you? <laughs> It was Monday, and I was like, I don't remember what I did over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I was and like, fuck. And I had to like, okay, I got it. It's like when you wake up and you had a dream, you're like, God. Yeah. What? That was an awesome dream. What happened again? Oh, it's real. yeah. <laughs> By noon, I don't Oh, buddy. It. It's okay. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out. And, uh, Thank you, sir. Me. This has been I was, fun catching up. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised that you wanted to talk to the old knuckle. Of course, always. <laughs> I also want to thank you for joining the band. Thanks for having me there, too. Like I want to thank you for bringing the Rush cover song to the band. Oh, but and I want to yeah. end this with... Thank you, my Crabtree. And, and thank you guys for listening. I love you, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talkin' Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available.
Also, please leave reviews in a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow up them charts. All the episodes will always remain free to my listeners, but if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so at our website, talkinschmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like stickers, beanies, hats, possibly even a t-shirt. The website has an entire archive of the episodes with extra photos and sometimes even video. If you have personal pics of our Talkin' Schmidt guests, please send them to me at epicallytrife at yahoo.com and maybe your photo will end up on the site or better yet on Talkin' Schmidt's Instagram account. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by me, Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature, and a special shout-out goes to my executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout-out. Love it! Until next week, this is Talkin' Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper. Talk and Schmidt, talk and Schmidt, talk and Schmidt. <laughs>